Hey friends, it's Jana and Ashley. Welcome back to season three of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, it's Jana. Welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Episode four of Marvel's What If is now streaming on Disney+. If you thought episode three was a little dark, this one said, hold my mystic tea. This one went there with a slightly unexpected ending to boot. So here's your spoil warning if you haven't seen episode four of What If. But first, if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join, only a geek. Oh, my goodness. Holy so, darkness. <laughs> um, wicked darkness. It so was dark. like, forget just a little dark and twisty or a little dark and stormy. I mean, that was like the darkest shadow cast from pretty much the moment it opened. I mean, basically, part of me was so excited to see Christine and I was like, oh, some of those touching moments that we see with them from Doctor Strange. And then I was like, oh, holy mother of all things, please get me off this roller coaster time loop of sadness (laughs) because I just can't. Oh, my God. I was I counted eight. It was eight times. And I was like, all right, that's like one time too many for me. We don't need to keep seeing this time loop over and over and over again. But the point came across very clear. Ooh, it sure did. It sure did. I mean, honestly, the once in the first movie is too much for me. Mm-hmm. I get maybe doing it a second time with like a different spin, maybe even three times. Beyond that, I was I was good. I got the. I was like, I get where you're going. Don't need any more. Yep, noted. I understand fully that if you mess with the timeline, you're messing with just things you cannot and should not trying to be controlling. Okay, thank you. I got my lesson for the day, Marvel, and <laughs> I think some of those things will haunt me in my sleep tonight. But you know. Uh- Tell me about it. I was up at 3 a.m. watching that and trying to go back to sleep afterwards, like twitching. Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> I, oh, no. Nope. Not even. I don't even think that's possible. Yeah. Yikes but, on bikes. Yeah. But like you said, I loved your point that you texted me earlier about this I did. episode. So you, sh- you got to tell everybody what you told me. I mean, maybe yes. without the explicitives yeah i'll totally leave out the expletive yeah but no so ashley and i were chatting about this earlier before we you know hopped on here to record but i said like i felt the whole episode really was kind of like a a primer for the phase four um kind of like a quick guide to what happens when you mess with and that's not the word i said when i texted her um but when you mess with the timeline or the reality um the universe because it very clearly was like hi This is what happens when you mess with things you are not supposed to mess with. And it started out as a little nod to, you know, Dr. Strange going back and trying to just, you know, mess with things a little bit. And then it was like, no, this doesn't work. Oh, you're messing with it again. Hi, this is your destiny. You cannot change it. Um, It is the absolute point in time that you cannot shift. 
And the more you try to alter that, the more you muck things up. And that was a muck, not a yep. other one. Um, just in case anybody else thought I, you know, <laughs> didn't say the M in front of that <laughs> word because we are family friendly. Uh, but yeah, so that was just, oof, yeah, it really felt like this was the primer for the people who didn't really understand what's happening in WandaVision, maybe just barely understand what's happening in Loki and are about to get their minds blown with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. So yeah, that was my sort of yeah, well take on it. I think you're absolutely right. And <laughs> again, like going back to the No Way Home trailer, and we, we we've already discussed this strange <laughs> willingly casting some spell that can rip apart the fabric of our universe just seems sus and it seems more sus now knowing that he knows better than that i don't it's just man the implications he knows going forward is way better <laughs> so, and also you know we got the point but did Strange get the point? <laughs> like bro you're a doctor i don't have a doctorate in anything and i understood the point that the universe was trying to tell him about his destiny. However, he did not. So, yeah. I have a doctorate in poor choices. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) That is for um, our adult-only podcast that we haven't started yet. (laughs) That's that's a story for that on another day. 100%. (laughs) All right. Let's talk What If episode four. So Let's do it. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Well, apparently it's bad. In fact, I don't even think the word bad. It's catastrophic, actually. Ooh, it is. Uh, So we start with a very familiar scene. Doctor Strange is on his way to this gala party thing where he is going to be uh, recognized for performing a successful radical hemispherectomy. Only this time he's picking up Christine Palmer, you know, his love. And she's with him in the car. And they are clearly together in this timeline. Together, together. He's speeding along the road. We're all sitting at home going, this is a bad idea. Um, They're actually hit by another car and it sends them over the edge of that cliff. But instead of Stephen losing his hands, he lost his heart. Because Christine dies in this accident. Horrible horrible um so that's his motivation to travel the world he's not traveling the world to cure himself but he's seeking answers and ways to cope with christine's death possibly bring her back he studies to be a sorcerer and learns of the powers of the eye of agamotto which we know is the home of the time stone we see him messing with that apple which again is a callback to the first film um and wong and the ancient one warn him about messing with the fabric of time. Good old Wong and his timely warnings. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Stephen faces off with him. He wins. He becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. Everything seems pretty okay. However, Strange is unable to let go of the past. Wong warns Strange again not to do anything reckless. But this time he doesn't listen and he uses the Time Stone to travel back to the night Christine died. And this is where the point is driven home 
excessively. I mean, it seemed excessively for us who got it the first time, possibly the second. It's strange, (laughs) clearly did not get it. Any of these eight times that we had to watch. Four. Real. Okay, sorry. It's seven (laughs) times and then she dies again later. So again, eight times total, seven times right now. I mean, we still watched it eight times. You're not wrong. I guess nine times considering we've seen it before. Uh, Right, right. So nine times total for the whole show. We got the point. Okay. So they get in the car. He doesn't speed around. They die again. He tries a different route. There's another crash. She dies. There's a third time. They don't go to the party. They get pizza. But a robber enters and she dies. Fourth time, the tires blow out. Fifth time, dies. Sixth time, Strange doesn't even pick her up. And she dies anyway in a building fire. And then the seventh time, Christine drives. The car still crashes and she still dies. So, in case you didn't get it, no matter what he does, Christine dies. Okay? The Ancient One appears this last time and tells him he cannot change what happens because her death is an absolute point in time, meaning that if he changes it, it will undo reality, literally causing chaos and essentially could end this timeline that, that they're in. Um, because without this death, she never would, he, sorry, he never would have defeated Dormammu. That kind of stuff can't be changed. He disagrees and claims he just needs more power. <sighs> it sounds like somebody on a quote unquote power trip. Hmm. Yes, literally. Because he goes mm-hmm. on a trip. Looking... <laughs> so nice uh, fun there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes looking for the lost library of Cagliostro. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's because cagliostro was the author of the book of cagliostro which was the one stolen by caecilius and dr strange now in the comics cagliostro was a teacher of the time traveling dr doom for all of our victor von doom fans he also used the dark hold which is the book from wandavision to prolong his life now in this world apparently cagliostro knows how to break an absolute point in time so Strange encounters this librarian who names himself, introduces himself as Oben. Beng. Beng. Pretty sure I'm probably not saying that right. It's one of those weird comic names where you're like, I don't know actually how to say this. So I'll just say it in my head. But. I don't think I've ever heard it said out loud. Right. That's my problem. I'm like, oh, there was a. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day and it's like when you've been saying the word wrong like the whole time and then you figure out, <laughs> find out like what it's actually supposed to be. And someone was like, yeah, it's the worst in a book because the whole time you come across it, you're just like. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're like, oh, oh, I had no idea. Hmm. Yeah. But although the librarian introduces himself as Obeng, that is Cagliostro's name in the comics. So insert Leonardo DiCaprio pointing gif here. Because that was me this morning. I was like, oh, I know that. (laughs) Uh, There's a joke about Strange's name, which, of course, is a callback to his meeting with Caecilius and Dr. Strange. It's a strange situation. My name is Strange. We get it. Um, At the library, he learns that in order to obtain this power to break the absolute point, he must absorb other beings. This is kind of what Mordo was doing at the end of Doctor Strange. He wasn't exactly absorbing their whole entity, but he definitely was absorbing power. So 
Strange summons this beast with tentacles. Now we kind of think it's the same one from episode one that Sharon Carter fights. And based on what Strange is trying to do here, plus their comic connection, I think I'm going to say it's Shuma Garath and not uh, the Abelisk, like we kind of were going back and forth on on episode one. Um, but Shuma Garath defeats him. Uh, Cagliostro warns Strange, look, another warning, red flags everywhere, right? Warns him, these people, these creatures do not want to share your power with you. So Strange has officially snapped now. He's like, well, I'm just going to yeah. take it. Okay. I was like, he got there and I was like, oh, this is not going to end well. Yep. So he starts with a dwarf. Then he summons a bug, but he ends up returning that because, ew, not even Strange likes bugs. I laughed at that because I was like, word. <laughs> Gross. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, then there's this great multi-eyed winged bird. Followed by a dragon, a two-headed ram, a stag-headed looking demon, which kind of reminded me of the one that's in like the opening of the new DuckTales show. <laughs> um, that's oh, my yeah. random like thought. I was like, why does he look so familiar? And I'm like, oh, DuckTales. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there was like a giant bat. Our buddy, the Watcher, who I would like to say, I feel like he's been getting, quote unquote, closer to the action each episode. We didn't really see him much in episode one. Episode two, he was definitely more in the background. Three, he showed up quite a bit in the horizon. And this one, he's all like right over his shoulder, like, "Mm, (laughs) what are you doing? And then he's legit talking to him. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Well, in this, he's talking. What's happening here? Yeah. Well, the Watcher... Is talking to us in this moment, at least, saying he could intervene, oh, but he won't. Yes, but he won't. Right. And Strange senses his presence, which is the first time any of the characters have really have interacted with him at all. And he's like, who's there? You know, and I'm all like, oh, the Watcher got super close. Um, days go by. More creatures are absorbed by Strange, including a snake and a wolf-like thing. Uh, Strange takes on a super evil appearance after each encounter, and he finally summons the tentacled beast again. Now, there's a lot of weird, weird mystical creatures associated with Doctor Strange in the comics. Like, super weird. Soup's weird. (laughs) So I kind of was trying to go through and try to figure out if any of these resembled them in any way. Um... And they kind of do. So there was a group called the Great Old Ones that Shumagarath was part of. So some of these actually resemble members of that uh, or beings that were considered part of the Great Old Ones, like Sligath or Set, which is the snake looking thing. Shathan, which that one gets me excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the yes, one that yes. possessing of the Dark Old Book. And he, he's the one that kind of looks like the demon. Uh, there is a bug-like one that he sends back. It's I'm not going to even try to say this one because it's one of those I was like, I've never ever said this out loud. But it's like G-H-A-S-Z-A-S-Z-H-N-Y-I-R-H. But if anybody knows how to pronounce that, could you share? Could you like send, send us a little a... audio pronunciation? Yeah, Thanks. can you send us a... in advance? Uh, like a Twitter. Uh, did they do audio message on Twitter? Um... <laughs> I mean, I think so. You can just make a little, like, movie file of your yeah, audience. Yeah, there you it. go. So mm-hmm. help us out. Um, that's, like, the bug-like one he sends back. And Sumaket, 
which is kind of the demon with the horn on his head that I said looked like he's from DuckTales. Again, I'm not sure 100% if that's who they are or supposed to represent, but again, there's no coincidences, right, in Marvel? Mm-mm. That's some um, good deep diving, though, Ashley. Ah, it was super Appreciate nerdy. They got super nerdy this morning. <laughs> um, so, yeah, funny, funny thing. It was not days that had passed, but centuries. So Strange used magic to stay frozen in time. Obeng choose to, chose to live. Strange is like, oh, well, I can save you. I can reverse this. I can give you eternal life, make you live forever, yada, yada, yada. And Ben's like, nah, man. He's like, also, you're only half alive. You're half a man. And the Watcher agrees with this and reveals that this isn't the only Doctor Strange in this timeline. What? (sighs) Apparently, there is another Doctor Strange. That does not attempt to bring Christine back. But the reality is still coming apart, right? Because we've learned from Loki, we can't have variants running around, right? In the same timeline. That's a problem. Uh, So the Ancient One appears. And when they faced off before, before Doctor Strange went to this library, uh, the Ancient One was able to kind of split him into two timelines. Two timelines for Strange in the same universe. Which, all right, that's crazy. Because basically, the only one who can stop Strange is Strange. Sound familiar? <laughs> the only one who can catch a Loki is a Loki. Mm-hmm. So, now we've got two Stranges. One is the Strange we know. The other is crazy. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's crazy. Or, or as Thanos might call it, mad. Yes. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm mad. Yes. Exactly. No, I th- I'd say he crazy. <laughs> Stra- Strange okay, is that's fair. cray cray. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Wong. Wong casts a spell on Strange to protect him using uh, this spell from the Guardian Vashanti. And that's another comic book throwback. There's the book of Vashanti in the comics that contains very powerful, quote unquote, white magic, which is good magic spells. And many can be used as counterspells against magic. This was a very like Harry Potter-esque kiss on the forehead kind of moment. Although Wong did not kiss him. I'm not saying that. So our boy, our strange, falls through a hole and lands in the area where Strange Supreme, a.k.a. Cray Cray Strange, is at. And he looks straight up crazy first of all he's got like the tentacles coming out he's got the claws the demon horns he's like this weird unstable looking mutant thing wasn't that um vic referred to him as the um he kind of looked like the creature from lovecraft and i was like oh he kind of does oh yeah i haven't seen lovecraft so i'll take your word for it but he looked horrific uh but yeah, so this crazy strange knows that he needs the other strange to merge back with him because together they can actually bring back Christine. And despite, you know, Doctor Strange missing Christine, he realizes like this is not, it's not going to work. You know, he can't do this. They have to let her go as much as it hurts. So the two fight. We see Doctor Strange using the Crimson Band spell. That he used on Thanos. That doesn't work. 
He's almost overwhelmed, but his good old cloak of levitation sacrifices itself to save him. Sad panda, because I love that cloak. It's like a dog, I feel like, of garments. <laughs> it's so loyal and it has its own personality. It's true. I do love that it like does its own thing. <laughs> yes. And crazy Strange Supreme's cloak was also doing its own thing. So it was like the evil cloak of levitation. It I was. It's <laughs> like, oh, okay. We've got two like cloak watchdogs. All right. Sure. Why not? It's already getting weird. Um, unfortunately, he's still overpowered by Strange Supreme and Christine is brought back. However, she's terrified of him because he's... <laughs> ugly and horrible looking she calls him a nightmare which again that's another marvel character (laughs) he does look like a nightmare though good lord and i'm not saying the character he just looks like something out of a nightmare he is hideous and for a man who takes so much pride in his appearance like if somebody had handed him a mirror i feel like this would have stopped sooner just saying i would say that is a good possibility because he was looking rough (laughs) um so she's still disappearing though because even him breaking the absolute point in time of her death still does not change the outcome which is interesting everything's falling apart and now this time he's realized a little too late that this is bad and everything was for naught he calls out to the watcher because one he knows he's there which i was like oh he knows the watcher's there. He's like, I read about you. You're a god. You can help me stop this. And the watcher's like, mm, I'm not a god. Neither of you. And no, I can't get involved. <laughs> he does not help Strange. And that is where it ends. It ends with Christine and everyone and everything destroyed. It's like just a vacuum suck. And the only thing left is Strange Supreme in this um, like prism prison looking thing of his own making Mm -hmm. and then credits and i was like wow they really went there and they didn't even try to make it a happy ending or even a semi like you know like episode three was kind of crazy and they all die but then at the end you're like yay captain america shield captain marvel all right yes right there's a little there was a glimmer of hope in that one so you're like okay i see what's kind of coming next this one was was straight up like doom and gloom which and let me be clear like you know how i don't love happy endings but this was not like the kind of not happy ending that i actually like i liked the previous episode of like not happy endings where it's like okay there's still like things will go a certain way but like i don't like murderous doom and gloom happy not happy endings like that's not where i track <laughs> that was just not cool it was like I mean- that left me with like oh I don't even like my day. (laughs) This definitely was more like the what if comics, I feel like, because it didn't shy away from delivering such a, you know, blow, essentially, with uh, what just happened. Um, But yeah, I was just like, what? And when the Watcher actually talked to him and then just dipped out. Dude, I think that was the worst. He basically was like begging for help to undo the mess he'd made after he realized he'd messed up bad. Mm-hmm. And the watch was like, peace, dude. I was like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, then. It's like, whoa. And then, yeah. And, the, you know, Christine's like, what did you do? And I'm like, oh, my God. 
<laughs> like, why? What's happening? There was a I saw a meme on Reddit and someone had posted it. I guess it's the um like the antique roadshow guys or like pawn shop guys who was like the best I can do. So it's like the watcher, the best I can do is observe. A strange is like, please help me. Um but yeah, so <laughs> that's awesome. The watcher like keeps so super close, right, in this episode. He's literally talking to the character. And I just feel like, you know, from what we know that the watcher is basically uh Marvel's ultimate fanboy. I feel like it was kind of inevitable for him to actually make contact with uh, those that he's watching. But he's still not going to change anything about it. But I feel like we might see him more show up, give a lecture about how you've done messed up and then be like, okay, well, I'm going to go get some Starbucks or something. I'm out. I've got a new apple crisp macchiato. I'm going to go try it. Right. He's Catch like, you next week. time for some pumpkin spice. I'm out. Catch you next week. I feel like zombies could be a next week kind of thing. Yes, I think so too. Given the last couple of episodes and all the not so alive characters that we've got <laughs> hanging out. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Seems like it'd be a good fit. There's it does. A of, there's a lot of dead uh, superheroes and related. Yeah, the zombie one's going to be pretty crazy. So... That's definitely based off of a comic uh, mm-hmm. uh, run. And there is a what if uh, Doctor Strange one as well, but it was what if he becomes a disciple of Dormammu. I mean, obviously it would still be really bad, but in the end he like works it out. It doesn't destroy everything, if I remember it correctly. <laughs> However, this what if is gone. <laughs> everything is gone. Except Strange and his little prism epcot spaceship earth looking ball floating through nothingness yeah that was cray yeah i was like are you trapped in a stone bro right like what is happening yeah that was was, oh it was crazy i know which once again with wong going how about we don't do this i'm like see listen to wong the man is smart he said no no means no strange it's what we teach our kids (laughs) right that's right no means no no means no so if someone says do you want to mess with the timeline no the answer should always be no (laughs) and if they say no they mean no exactly it means don't touch it (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's right oh my goodness yeah so definitely a crazy crazy week I almost kind of don't want zombies next week. I kind of need something a little bit more light. And that's fair. A little lighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we bring it back up, like, emotionally? Can we get a high next week instead of a catastrophic low? But what if, number four, what did you think of it? We would love to hear your thoughts, your theories, your holy what moments. And, yes, mm-hmm. if you know how to pronounce any of the... <laughs> The words that I clearly do not would love uh, your assistance with that as well. Yeah. Or even if you think you know how to pronounce them, something closer than what we don't know how to say would be awesome. Something closer than me spelling it out. Yes. (laughs) Because I was like, I'm not trying this. I'm not going to try it. I feel like some of those when it's like a whole bunch of like. There's a lot of consonants. All in a row. And you're like, (laughs) 
G Z C O T U S P L O M N O P Q R S. You're like, I don't know how to pronounce that. So I'm just going to, I mean, why would you try? I wouldn't. Exactly. So, well, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week as we share what if episode five, still don't know what it is yet, but we'll find out, won't we? Mm-hmm. And as always, if you see anything you want to share with us, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for more geeky goodness.